air and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. This is episode 801. It's 801 episodes, Jason Bryant. What in the world? Whoever gives you permission for this show is dumb. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You do oh, did I you're... say that about myself? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, today is Tuesday, February the 14th, and the ever Lord 2023. It's Valentine's Day. What'd you do for? Uh, what'd you do for the the lovely? Uh, we're celebrating this evening. She had an early morning this morning so okay. we're doing it this evening so. well we did ours last night linda made i gotta tell you uh i want you to be jealous here a little bit linda made me brenner last night oh my goodness you know what brenner is right um i have no clue breakfast for dinner okay brenner and uh man i, had, I love uh, breakfast for dinner. Oh, i do too man big old pile of scrambled eggs liver pudding do you like niece's liver pudding no you ever had it at my when I was very young, and I don't really remember it. I just know I didn't like it, and I'm not going to do it again. Well, it's delicious. Uh, biscuits, sausage, man, it was awesome, dude. So but, what are you doing? For, so uh, you got to step your game up for dinner tonight. No. Well, no, we've got – we're recording tonight. The boys right. are coming over recording. We did – like I said, we did it last night. Gotcha. No, uh, dude, uh, I got her uh, a nice gift certificate to uh, all uh is it all about salt what is it just add salt just large. add salt yeah our good friend our mutual yep. good friend who needs to advertise here on the show she does, she does. <laughs> lauren tindall it's coming she's only a year in yeah so she's figuring some stuff out well that's cool well let me tell you i i do my part to support at local no what is it just add just salt. add salt i don't know why i, I want to say all about salt do we have something called all about salt around here no <sighs> oh Linda is uh, what she's doing because, you know, you lifting the curtain like we do here on the show. John and Jonathan will come over once a week, and we pre-record our birthday mm-hmm. games and everything. She's making a pot roast for us tonight. Oh. How about that? That's sweet. You smell it? You, yeah, there's, you, well, yeah. not really because I haven't got my smell back. <laughs> totally. Oh, that's right because you had uh, COVID a couple of weeks ago. Get a whiff of stuff. It's, it's really weird. So you're saying that I could I <laughs> stop. Say, so you're no, saying I could no, sit no. here and just rip them during the whole show and ah. you'll not notice. Because I've been holding one in the chamber here, okay? Like I said, sometimes. <laughs> anyway, I'm changing subject real quick. I just found something. Richard said the NFL draft was in, like, Milwaukee. Yeah. Here's your conspiracy theory. Ready? Uh-huh. Where would you, Where do you think it's at? I, I think Super Bowl. Oh, Vegas? No. No, I don't know. It's no. in Kansas City. Imagine that. Oh. Imagine that. There you go, after they just won I'll, the Super Bowl. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a ton of stuff to talk yes, about, but do. let's go ahead and get uh, Trez up here All on right, the line with us. But uh tell you what, before we do that, why don't you tell us today about this event? And we want to give him as much love as possible because he's having his formal yep. ribbon cutting today. Jacques has been go with go. us since day one, too. He, he is a day one yeah, sponsor. He is yes. day one. He's never stopped. Jacques, fantastic. He is really moving his company forward with this innovation um, center. I've been in and checked it out um, as he's – um, building that thing up so i can't wait to see what else he's done today and his ribbon cuttings at 11 there's gonna be there's gonna be right many people there and it should be a really good um highlight of his business today i'm excited for shot there you go uh and i know i gave you the thumbs up there but it went straight to voicemail so uh let's okay. hope uh we can uh he, wake him up he might be on the phone 
I mean, just try and back. We'll keep talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, again, 11 a.m. today over at, uh, let me see, he gave me the address here, 1201 West Vernon Avenue, Suite A. You know he's going to have a ton of great food over there. And, it's actually uh, in the location that uh, the Suddenlink office used to be in. That it, That's exactly where it was. But I always like to say it's in that the strip old, right there the where old the old blockbuster. blockbuster. Yep. Which, when I moved here in 2002, that was the place to be, Jason Bryant. Tell me Friday nights. Saturday nights, date night, uh-huh. you went and you picked a movie out and you went and you watched it. Yep. Please leave your message for two. Oh, oh, it's okay. Well, I'm glad you're in here then. Uh, you're helping me out a little bit here. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll get him on here. Well, we've, we've got the birthday game coming up at the uh, second half of this hour, but well, I'm not even, I'm not even stressed about it. No, Trez not, either, not missed uh, a Tuesday yet. So yeah. And I mean, kids got a lot going on. So yeah, he did. He, I don't know. Uh, they had a game last night. Is that Did you what watch that it? was? <laughs> Did you watch it? I saw, I tried to. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I tried to catch Carolina just to see the flow and to see um Trez's body language when mm-hmm. he's sitting there and um see if he comes in, which is very sporadic. Yeah. Um is all I'll say about that. Yeah. And I saw a lot of the Carolina before the Clemson game come mm-hmm. back last night, and it was a lot of individualized, and they were just throwing it up from everywhere. Oh, let me and give you throwing some bricks I, up. No, 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 no. It was no, like two for, you. it was like two for twenty for three point range when I saw it with about seven minutes left, and I don't know how bad it ended up, but well, here's what gets me: uh, when you've got a player, I'm pulling up the box score from last night and uh, Caleb Love last night, who was, oh, I don't know, two of twelve from the three point line. And R.J. Davis, who was 2 of 7, so you combine them together, that's 4 of 19 from the three-point line, dude. Come on now. Well, Hubert, honestly, and I'm going to take so much crap for this because I'm a Duke fan, bashing Carolina, and I'm really not because Duke's bad too. Yeah. I've said it. Like I, I, I told you on the air, I've told you off air in our personal conversations, just because Duke beat Carolina, I did not feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, it's two very awful basketball teams. But I think Carolina should be better, and I don't understand. Baycott was in some foul trouble. I get that. That had some to do with it. But they still are not running the offense through him, and they're dribbling out the shot clock, one man dribbling the ball, and then they're just throwing it up from wherever they're at. And that's not going to win basketball games. You look at some of the better teams in college basketball and watch their ball movement around the arc, and then they get mid-range jumpers or – they have shooters that can knock down those threes, but they're open, non-contested threes. Yeah. Carolina's not taking non-contested shots. They're taking shots with hands in their face, and they're just not a good shooting team. And it's something we've said. And let's take Dontrez out of the conversation here, okay? I mean, and not, but even if we didn't have such a close personal relationship with him yep. as you and I do, what he is doing with that bench is just – and I know I'm banging the same drum we've banged all season. And even last year, there was a lot of talk about it. But in last night's game, your number one guy off the bench was Puff Johnson. He only played 14 minutes, and the other guys, one minute, three, four, and four. So, what? let me do math here, 15, 18, 26 minutes off the bench last night for Carolina – and Trez didn't even get a sniff, and it just—I don't know, man. It just—well, uh, it irritates me to no just, end. I mean, yes, we're invested because of Don Trez, but dude, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, 
They have from day one early in the season, and they did it last year. I argued that's why they lost the national championship game. In the second half of the national championship game. When they, they had that big lead they, going into They were it. blowing them out. They had a huge lead, and then they got cold. What, what better thing to do? Duke did it. Against Wisconsin, we were getting drilled in the national mm-hmm. championship game. What happened? Grayson Allen gave us a spark off the wear, off the bench. He scored like 14 in the second half that propelled Duke to a national championship in 15, the Okafor and, and uh, Jones and Winslow year. you got to have somebody that you trust. But the problem with Hubert Davis is he hasn't played the guys enough to trust any of them. I agree. And, and it's too late in the season now to dude, start trying dude, to do it. I mean, dude, dude, when you roll with five people and you play those kind of in those kind of minutes, um, somebody somebody's going to have an off night. I mean, think about baseball, and you got hundreds of millions of dollars in in your starting rotation, and your ace goes out there and he can't find the strike zone in in the first inning. You don't just let him throw seven innings. You go to the bullpen and you pull somebody in. It's just not his night. Yeah. And that happens and it's happening with Carolina. They're just not all playing well together and you got to have somebody to be able to throw into the mix and they don't have that, man. They just well, I'm not saying they don't have it. They choose not to do it that way. Yeah. Well, it's very frustrating and uh especially you know it's frustrating because of Trez as a Virginia fan and you as a Duke fan I could care less I could absolutely thank you you took the I, I swear that's Sorry, what I, I hate was getting to be ready that guy, to say but if 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 Trez isn't at Carolina I'm not even having this conversation with exactly. you well, I was the same way with Reggie at Carolina and the same way with uh Brandon at Duke that one yeah. year which, by the way, you do know the best game he had all in that regular season was against Virginia. Do you remember that when he scored, I think, 16 straight points against Virginia? Yeah, I think we were down. I know how you were. And he scored like – it was either 14 or 16 consecutive points. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've not really forgiven him for that, okay? Yep. <laughs> Shane Albee just said, Carolina needs Nootsie. <laughs> and, need oh, and he's not even talking about Nootsie Hines. He's talking about, uh, about Dory. And, uh, have you been to a game yet, a UMO uh, game? You need to go, well, dude. The season's almost over. You need to get up to you. And I know you, dude. You've got a ton. I know, I know. You got a ton of stuff going on in your life. Connor's travel baseball team is doing a day at um, Mount Olive Baseball, the twenty fifth, which is Freedom Classic. Oh, goodness gracious! And I'm all tied in with that. And yeah, me Freedom Classic, something I believe in. Oh, I know you do. Um, I supported a thousand percent. We're involved, so I got to figure out. Well, well Shane just do. told me uh, your last chance is Thursday night <laughs> to see. Well, Donna, yeah. And we're both going to be it's at Kenton High for the conference championships, yeah. the East, East Central 2A conference yep. championships, which is one of the things that uh, I want to talk about. And I tell you, well, we'll try. We may not, and I do apologize, we may not get Trez today, but then again, he, uh, you're talking about a lot of stuff you got going on, a lot of stuff I've got going on. He's in the same boat, and uh, maybe we'll try to get him on tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, yeah, whenever coming it off works, a late I mean, game last night. But anyway, um, man, the East Central 2A uh, conference tournament going on last night. I got to ask you, do you think Kenston has a chance, the girls, of uh, making the state tournament? They ended up being the number four seed. They ended up getting knocked out last night by East, by East Duplin, setting up uh, an East Duplin versus uh, Southwest Onslow game in the uh, semifinals on Wednesday at Kenston High School. But legitimately, do you think the Kenston girls have a chance? They're 10 and 15. They did finish fourth in the conference, which is something to be said for that. But our RPI is not that high. I've seen worse teams get in. Yeah. 
so nothing would surprise me. But I, I mean, I hate to say this because we're talking about kids, but I mean, I don't think they're deserving. I don't think any team with a losing record should make a playoff I agree. scenario. In, I agree in any sport, unless you've but had significant injuries. Yeah, and someone's yeah. coming back. Yeah, that's the only circumstance. Yeah. I can see, and that's not what has happened. But with still, Kansas. I mean, that's just tough luck. Yeah, and well, I just, I, I just think you need to to have a winning pedigree to be eligible for some, some postseason activity other than a conference tournament that's yeah. just my opinion i agree wholeheartedly but uh last night's results just to give everybody uh east duplin beat kinston 42 to 29 and i think I, i'm with you i think that's going to be the end of the road for uh the vikings still they have a chance i mean and, but if they do they're going to be a 31 or 32 seed probably yeah and, and <clears throat> honestly that what fun is that? I mean, you go play one of the top teams in the state. Yeah. You go on the road. It could be a three-hour trip. I mean. Yeah, they don't want to go to North Pitt, or they right. don't want to go to Farmville, and that would be that would be what it is. But uh, congratulations to East Stupland. But how about both North Lenore and South Lenore girls winning last night? The North Lenore girls won 45-22 to over Keenan, and uh, South Lenore won 41-27 to over Wallace Rose Hill, and that's what makes – Wednesday night, tomorrow night, a little bit more special at Kenston High because we're going to have a North Lenore versus South Lenore semifinal game. I mean, that means one of those two will be guaranteed to make it to the finals in the uh, tournament. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text Ryan. Uh-huh. Let's see if they have a uh, game time for that yet because I think they're starting at 4. Yeah, 4, 5, and, 30, 7, and 8, 30. But I want to know when that North Lenore, South Lenore game is because that, that'll be good. And I mean, they've been close games. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Lenore was – uh, the first time, if I remember correctly, I didn't go to the second one, but the first one at North and North, South and North was handing it to them. They had like a 13, 14 point lead, you know, late in the third quarter and North and North just stormed back. Yeah. And- well, they ended up splitting the regular season games, uh, North North and South North girls did, but that's going to be fun to see, uh, who's going to be, uh, coming out of that game to make it to the, uh, conference championship game. But tonight's games all at Southwest Onslow. Uh, North, we've got a North and North, South and North game tonight at Southwest Onslow. The North and North boys and the South and North boys will be taking on each other. North and North boys are 12 and 11 overall. They finished third in the conference at eight and four. South and North finished four and 14 in the regular season and two and 10. North and North did sweep the regular season. Your thoughts on that? North, and you guys, uh, you got, uh, you and Barry and, uh, Harlan did a North and North, South and North game this year. Yes, we did. Um, North and North controlled it. Yeah. Let's can we give a couple of minutes to talk about North Lenore? You were at the North Lenore Kinston basketball game, uh, and they swept Kinston. Never happened before in the history of uh, in the history of the world. Jason Bryant, the North Lenore swept Kinston. Yet, they, they, but this isn't a twenty and three North Lenore team. Jason, this is a twelve and eleven mm. North Lenore team. Eight and four. They finished third in the conference. I just don't get it, dude. I mean, what? How? Help me here, dude. Right. How did North and North sweep Kenton this year? Here's here's what I think. Um, North and North should be ten and two. Um, North and North is better than Southwest Oslo. Uh huh. Um, they just have it's it's a bad matchup for North and North. And hey, hey, how about let me tell you this real quick? Can I interrupt you just yeah. for a moment? Leo Lockhart's listening and came through for us here. How about uh, the Kinston East Duplin? Uh, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's do that again. 
Uh, North Lenore versus South Lenore is at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Okay, so they're going to play it early. They're going to play the first there game. So at four o'clock. Hey, Thank you, Leo. How about that? Thank you so much, Leo. And then uh, Southwest Onslow against East Duplin, that'll be the 530 game I tomorrow. Gotcha. So, but thank anyway, you, Leo. Going back to what I said, North Lenore is, should have finished second in the conference. They should have beat Southwest Onslow twice. Um, Southwest Onslow, however, in these one-game scenarios, is a matchup nightmare for North Lenore. They just give them problems everywhere. It's just not a good – not that they have more talent. It, they just don't match up well versus yeah. Southwest. So let's play devil's advocate. No different than Kinston versus North and Oregon. Kinston's more talented. They have more pieces. They just match up. They don't match up good with North and Oregon. Now, I didn't see the game the other night, but I got to tell you, please pass it on, and I'll, I'll see them tomorrow, I hope. Yep. Uh, Barry and Harlan, dude, listen, give credit where credit is due. Those dudes are good. They are. They are very, very good. Well, at I don't what hire they do. no slouches. Well, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they do. They no, do a great job. Oh, and uh, we're gonna. And if I'm correct, we're gonna have them tomorrow and Thursday yep. at Kenton yep. High School. We're gonna right? do both the semifinal boys games tomorrow night, and then we're gonna do the finals on Thursday. Well, we're and, guaranteed to have two Lenore County teams yep. in both of them. Yep. So, and then we're going to uh, we're going to uh, pack it in, and we won't be doing any playoffs. There's just yeah. I understand. It turns that. into, I mean, there's just so much behind it, and I don't really want to go into it. But they, no, they're really good. Harlan, you and I've talked about it off air. Harlan Neal is one of the most knowledgeable sports guys that I know. I mean, college, hey, Barry, college Barry sports, is great too. Co- Barry's a Carolina fan, <laughs> but I mean, all college, all college sports. Um, you know, Harlan with the with the NHL, yeah. And his allegiance to the 49ers and, and knowledgeable of the NFL. I mean, it's just crazy. We're very fortunate to have both of them. And Let me tell you something. They could do a show like this. They yeah. really could. Because they you know, they were running a little bit long, the uh, North North Kinston uh, girls basketball game the other night. So, dude, I picked them up. I, I don't know. Oh, I had a Parks and Recreation Commission meeting. That's yeah. the reason I didn't make it. But So I get out of that. They're not even at halftime yet of the girls game. Yeah. So they sat there and they talked sports, sports for about 45 minutes. Kept giving us little updates of the yeah. North, North, South, North girls game as it was going along. But, dude, they are very interesting. Harlan and Barry, uh, we're very blessed to have them on our team, aren't we? Yeah, we are. I mean, like I said, when when you told me that you didn't. I couldn't do basketball. Would your, um, well, I wasn't going to go there. but yeah, No, no, dude. I, you, I've openly admitted it, dude. Yeah. I, dude, it, it's too fast for me. I mean, it really, I don't know how they do it. And I've watched them, which I did, you know, when they did the games, uh Kenson versus somebody a couple of weeks ago, and it just blows well, my mind how good well, they the are. Well, the secret, and you know this on the football side, I mean, there's no way that you can verbally tell people what, everything that you're seeing. Even when you do football, you give, I mean, you give the play-by-play, but it's not the, you don't know what the middle linebacker is doing on the offside, and you don't describe that, so, you, so you're not doing that. But what you're doing is and and this is why radio is so beautiful. I mean, it really is. You're describing something that people are hearing it, then they're visualizing what you're telling them. So if there's a block on the opposite side of the field that's crazy, yeah, that you didn't see and you don't tell them, the radio listener doesn't know that that happened. That's why it's good to have a Jimmy Smith in there, or for Barry to have a Harlan in there. But see, you know, Barry was nervous. Dipping into basketball, he had never done it before. And I said, look, man, slow down. Yeah. The people that are listening to you are not there. They're getting information 
and they're visualizing what you're telling them. So, for example, I'm just going to start using names. Donchez Styles brings the ball up. He throws it to Brandon Ingram in the corner. and That would be a hell of a team. But you understand what I'm saying, but what if Trez comes up to court and he passes it to Mirror, Mirror, and then Mirror goes, and, and it's really fast, but I guess my point is radio, even even college basketball, if you listen to a college basketball broadcast on the radio and you watch it on TV in, in real time, he's not telling you every yeah. every time somebody touches the ball. It's implausible to think that someone, someone could do that. But where I'm going with that is – Barry has slowed himself down, and he paints a really good picture of the environment and what's going on, and he does a great job. Well, I uh, want to thank Leo, too. He also sent us tonight's schedule. I mean, we knew the games were yeah. going to be played. I didn't know at what time, but thank you to uh, Leo Lockhart for sending this tonight uh, or today at 4 p.m. Uh, man, people are going to be listening to this while this game is going on. But four-seeded Wallace Rose Hill versus five-seeded East Duplin. That game is at 4. Then at 5.30, North Lenore versus South Lenore at Southwest Onslow. That game again at 5.30. And then the nightcap over at Southwest Onslow are the Stallions of Southwest Onslow taking on James Keenan. And that'll be the uh, 7 o'clock game. Then tomorrow's games uh, the bo- on the boys' side now. Kenston is number one seed. They got to buy into the second round or into the semifinals. They will take on the winner of tonight's Wallace-Rose Hill East Duplin game. That will be at 8.30 tomorrow. And then the winner of North and North, South and North will take on the winner of Southwest James Keenan at uh, seven. Dude, this is shaping up to be a heck of an EC2A because I'm with you. You called it. It's probably going to be Southwest versus North and North tomorrow. Man, how about that for the, the – we're going to have a great – we're going to have three of our Lenore County teams playing yep. at 4 o'clock, at 7 o'clock, and then at 8.30 tomorrow. That's going to be a heck of a night It's going to be night. fun. It's going to be a long night, so we better get our sleep today. I, <laughs> I was telling Connor yesterday, I said, go ahead and do your homework for the whole week because, <laughs> you know, Wednesday and Thursday, we're, we're done. Yeah. I mean, so it's exciting, you know um, – I'm 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 selfish. I'm ready for basketball to wrap up. Yeah, I get, know. Well, you know, your son is an all-star season. baseball player, so and, I can understand and that. Get into baseball season, so I'm 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 ready. Want to ask you about? Uh, we, we've talked North North South North. Let's talk a little Kinston boys basketball now. Huge injury, which play had to obviously have played into that loss to North Lenore uh, last Thursday. But Kinston now without their leading scorer, without their starting point guard, and Mir Mir Moore, and just. My heart breaks for him, dude, because we were at we were both at the MLK mm-hmm. game last year when he was with Parent Academy yep. and saw his season come to an end. How, when he goes down in that uh, game against North Lenore last week, uh, what's going through your mind, Jason? Well, I, I mean, unfortunate for the kid, I, he's had shoulder problems with that shoulder before, and I mean the emotion of that, and but I thought Kinston responded well when he went out. I mean. I felt for him. I knew it wasn't good. I, I kind of had the feeling that it was probably done. It looked dislocated to me. I'm not a doctor. Um, it ended up being dislocated, and he's – I don't know if he's already had surgery, but he, he was, has. I think he had surgery on it in the off season. Well, he was going – he's doing it again. He's having more wow. shoulder surgery. So, you know, thoughts and prayers for him and his family. I mean, basketball is very important to them. They're a basketball family. Yeah. Taji um, before him. Yeah, yeah. He'll, be, he'll, he'll be – he'll be okay, um, but it – it does hurt him, but you know, Kinston's Kinston's still got some horses. Um I'd love to see I'd love to see Perry and everybody go through horse a little bit, mm-hmm. play inside out. 
Here's what I, I haven't understood about that so much. And again, I listen, I am not questioning it. Hear me clearly. Yeah. I'm not questioning a three-time state champion and coach of the year yeah. in the state of North Carolina and Perry Tyndall. But, but it seems like invariably, and I've seen, what, every home game but one this year for Kinston this year, They'll start with they'll start with Horace, and it seems like I bet he's averaging six points a game in the first quarter. I'm not joking. He's probably yeah. averaging ten points a game total, maybe eight to ten points. But I bet he's averaging five to six points a game in the first quarter because yeah. they will invariably go to him early and get him set up, and he'll draw a couple of fouls, and he'll you know and and score five six points in the first quarter. But then for the subsequent three quarters, it's always he never scores except for that one game where he had twenty points in it. I'm with you. I wish they would go to him a little bit more just to see. Yeah. And I think they're going to have to. I think they're going to have to, but Jalen Cobb is a hell of a player. Oh, he's awesome. I mean, he, he, when Miriam went out, he, he took it on his shoulders and maybe a little bit too much, but he kept that game. You know, North Lenore was really good that night. Yeah. They were clicking on all cylinders. Um, I think that's the best they probably played all year. And I don't know. They played pretty good at Kinston earlier in this season. Well, Kinston too. didn't play well. Dude. Uh, Kinston played well in this game is what I'm saying. Yeah. And North so North who North has to step up now? I guess Horace and, and Jalen's going to have to. And the two twins are going to have to get yeah. significant playing time. You think maybe we see the twins in the starting lineup now? Uh, I mean, I don't know who else he would put in there. He's been playing a lot of uh, uh, the Parsons kid. I mean, who's really been getting some minutes, but I, I'm just saying that's a possibility that, yeah. that he may, I think he's going to get more minutes for sure, yeah. but I'm wondering who's going to make it into the starting lineup. I don't know. Well, I'm going to say this. You've seen North and more than I have this year, obviously, uh, with the games that you've done, uh, that we've done here on 960 the ball. And again, let me reset it here. Jason Bryant is, Hey, Jason Bryant is our big interview, which is brought to you every day by UNC Lenore Healthcare. UNC Lenore Healthcare is the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston. For all your healthcare needs, or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you. And I know you'd like to thank Beverly Jenkins and oh, all the Ms. folks Bear. over at uh, UNC Lenore Health. They're Care. all fantastic. And they've day ones too. They've yeah, been with us day since one. day one. And we got a lot of day ones. Yeah. Oh, I do. Uh, LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, yep. Goeco, which I, we've got about five minutes left before we go to the birthday game. I want to talk about the ribbon cutting again over there in a minute. Lovick's Cafe, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, and Arundel Parrot Academy are day ones. And then, dude, Down East Protection Systems, which has been with us for a long time. Yep. Uh, King's Restaurant, Davis Wholesale Tire, Mills International, Rillo Discount Drugs, Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, Chick-fil-A of Kenston, Down East Wood Ducks. And then... The Kenston Police Department, who uh, you you got on board with us? Yep, absolutely. They are um, recruiting officers, and they're with us for you know what ninety days. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to be a police officer, Jason Bryant, Sergeant Moody, give him a call. <laughs> give him a call at two five two nine three nine thirty two zero eight, and you can be a police officer. Uh, and one more time, I would, I do want, I know you're going to hear about a Goico office automation during a birthday game, but a big day for uh, Jacques today. And not that he, he, I don't think he gets nervous about anything, no. but that's going to be a, it's a big day for him over at uh, the office. Ribbon cuttings are always fun. They're always fun with friends that are doing great things. 
in the business community uh, within Lenore County. So I'm really looking forward to it. That is at 11 a.m. today at 1201 West Vernon Avenue in Suite A. And like you described, it's where the old Sudden Link office was. Mm-hmm. Around the corner yep. from Domino's. Domino's Pizza's there. Yeah. <laughs> there you Here go. Here we are just plugging all kinds of business. Yeah, we are, man. <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, Blockbuster, they don't get any kind of value out of this since they don't really exist anymore. But I did, before we go, I did want to ask you about Treshawn Lynch. And I think it's safe to say as good as Mirror Mirror was, as good as Jalen Cobb is, as I don't know really any of the players down at South nor even at Parrot Academy or Bethel, but I I think it's easy to say. The best basketball player in Lenore County in t- 2023 is Trey Lynch. He is. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's, that's my opinion. And he's, yeah. Well, I don't even think it's an opinion. I think it's fact, dude. He's um, he's just different. Mm-hmm. I would, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night to see – if it if it's Southwest Oslo and it should be, um, and it should be them in the semifinal game, I'm looking forward to seeing how North Lenore's energy level is compared to when they play Kenston, because I think that's a lot to do with it. Yeah, why they're around 500 and eight and four in the conference. It's I mean, crazy. They got to have man. the same energy level every night. I mean, you can't just get up for for Kenston and then get beat by. I mean, they got drilled by Wallace. Yeah, which is in possible for me to even comprehend when you beat Kenston and they beat the crap out of Kenston at Kenston earlier this yeah. year and like you said Vikings had a bad night that night those things happen but uh for them to sweep Kenston is just amazing and and then to lose some of the games they've lost this year just blows my mind but I would let me ask you Jason Bryant how excited would you be for Kenston versus North Nor part three I think Kenston would win that game okay um I think it, even without Mirror Mirror. Yes, I do because I think it's so hard to beat somebody three times. Yeah. Um unless you have a significant talent like discrepancy and you're just better than everybody. And you know, I I see him as equal. I'd North and Ord, in the way my mind works should beat Southwest Oslo. Yeah. Because they've seen him twice. Cobber has gotten to know what's coming. Yeah. And they've got to make an adjustment. So I would think, but I don't know, man. We'll just see what happens. Well, let's go, girl. I want Jason Bryant's predictions here. Uh, girl's side, Southwest Onslow versus East Duplin tomorrow at Kenson High. Who you got? Southwest Onslow. And I don't think it'll be close. No. I think Southwest's going to beat them. But North Lenore, South Lenore to kick off or to tip off tomorrow uh, uh, girls-wise. That is going to be – now, that's they split in the regular season. Yeah. That's going to be a heck of a game tomorrow I night. think – I think um, – South North's got better talent. I think they got better size. It's just North North got them off their game and really got in their heads, and the crowd did it at Wheat Swamp in the first game when they came back. Yeah. Um, I think South North should win that game. There you go. And then Southwest versus North North for the conference championship. Southwest Oslo. There you go. I, they're so good this year. Oh, uh, they are. Let's uh, look at the boys' side uh, tonight. Wallace versus East Duplin. Who you got? Wallace. There you go. Southwest versus uh, James Keenan. I'm assuming Southwest, Southwest and North yeah. North beating South North. Okay. Tomorrow night, Kenston then versus Wallace. I think Kenston wins. Okay. And then uh, North Lenore versus Southwest. I really want North Lenore to win, but like I said, they're a matchup nightmare. Yeah. They should make the adjustments, but, I mean, I, I just, I think it sets up for, 
you know, it'd be Southwest and Kinston, then I think Kinston rolls Southwest. There you go. Well, there you go. Uh, I will see you. Uh, I guess we're going to chat for a little bit here with the birthday yeah. game, uh, but I will see. Dude, we didn't even talk about your golf Have time. I got 30 seconds? I, just a quick 30 seconds, yeah. Uh, 2023, uh, a quick 20 seconds. 2023 uh, WRNS St. Jude Golf Classic at Cutter Creek is March 11th. It is two-man teams. Um Sign-ups are happening now at WRNS.com. You can click on the golf tournament logo. Um, cost is very affordable at $200 um, per two-man team with an additional $50 buy-in for Mulligans. Um, sign up. It's third year. Kings is going to be feeding us. Uh, a lot of cool stuff going on, a lot of uh, side games, and just a lot of fun. And, and we'll be making a donation to St. Jude. Um, this is your baby, and it's always been your yeah, baby. Yeah. I, I mean, it's my thing. You know, I'm a radio guy. I used to play a lot of golf. Um, not so much anymore, but, yeah, it's my thing, and um, so let's get it done. David Glenn playing in it? I don't know. I haven't called him yet. Yeah, okay. you got to get him in it. Listen, Jason Bryant, you're the best. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Uh, we'll talk about that a lot more between yep. now and then. Uh, listen, let's get uh, John and Jonathan in here, play the birthday game. We'll wrap up the show right after that. La, 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 la. It's Tuesday. February the 14th. And I want to drive into a tree. <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 2023. You know what that that great and that loving singing was for there, John Dawson? Some sort of episode, I'm sure. No, no, no. It's it's Valentine's Day today. Oh, the That's day where they right. overcharge for everything. Indeed, indeed. But uh, now, see, I know you're going to take the you're going to take the uh, notion that I'm a cheapskate. That's not true. My wife, of her own volition. When we get little candy stuff for the, our kids, mm-hmm. but she, uh, you know, she realizes as my wedding ring just falls <laughs> off. <laughs> where does that go? Hold on, hold on. I'm turning the light on. I so hate to see. stop the show, but that's kind of It's important. right there. Right there. Right below you. Right ah, there. Yep. there we go. <laughs> Why did you throw your wedding ring at Gandalf. me? Gandalf. No, um, <laughs> she, 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 she knows it's a scam. Yeah. But you go to a restaurant, and on, on the day before Valentine's Day, something costs $12. On Valentine's Day, it costs $80. Stay home, make yourself a sandwich, go yeah, out the Same thing after. at a hotel. You yeah. booked a room yesterday on February 13th at the Hilton Garden Inn, and it yes. was $129 for the room. You know how much it is today, John Dawson? 300 bucks, Probably. Right and, around there. And I try but to, you know what? They'll throw in. No, don't let me tell mm-hmm. you. They'll throw in an $8 bottle of champagne and a little box of chocolates that costs altogether $10, but they'll charge you $200 extra for the room. And I try to do romantic things for my wife all the time, not when Hallmark tells me I have to. So, Massey, over to you. What's yeah. your take on Valentine's? Yeah, he does these romantic things for a wife. Like, he'll call me. He's like, hey, John. <laughs> yeah, what my mate? Oh, my name. Good use of Snowballing. Wait a minute. <laughs> that was your mistake, throwing it over to me, buddy. <laughs> I'll just but re- don't worry. I'll, I'll let you repay me in just a second. I'll just but reverse I, it. I, I, I piggyback on, on what John says. You know, I try to do nice things for summer year-round. You gave her a, a child, Okay. That is the sweetest thing you could do for your wife. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to edit anything, so watch <laughs> I got it. you. Don't worry. <laughs> I got you. I will say, you're right. I did all the hard work there. Yeah. You know. You did. I know. I mean, what is Getting she? She's close. <laughs> she just, she, she carried the thing around for a while. Ooh. <laughs> oh, being a mother is the hardest thing in the world. Try going to Iraq, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anywho. it. I needed more. 
Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, now, you know what? I, I, I really, I'm so Honestly, tired. Honestly, what of, are you going to do for her for I'm, Valentine's? I'm tired of, of, of firemen and military personnel, policemen talking about how tough their job is when they see these mothers out here picking up a DVD off the floor and putting it in a DVD player. Thank God Jonathan, for mothers. Jonathan Burr, ladies and gentlemen. Jonathan Burr. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is a Bill Burr bit. <laughs> that indeed it is. Indeed it is. So, uh, uh, anyway. I'm going to do a couple little things for Linda today. You know, I mean, uh, then again. Is that why you have us here? <laughs> that was kind of a slam on. Anyway. <laughs> so, honestly, what are you going to be doing for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Probably getting a baby to try to go to sleep like I do every other night. Okay. What? It's something nice I do for Summer, so she doesn't have to do it. Like she gets it. to go to bed. I stay up with the baby. That is very cool. That is very cool. So, uh, there you go. I'm about tired of it. <laughs> God. How old is uh, how old is that crumb cruncher now? <laughs> uh, about a year and a half. Wow. Man, time flies. Do you realize that when we started this show, A, you weren't married, and B, she wasn't even on the radar, was she? No. Let me do the math here. No, no, she wasn't. That's right. I don't even know if she was in the chamber. That's usually how that goes. <laughs> was she in the chamber? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. I was trying to make a joke. You said you, you oh. thought it was odd that she didn't come to be until after they were married. And I said, that's still usually how that goes <laughs> oh. in that order. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, okay. I think you saying there's been a lot of life changes for old, old Jonathan Paul yeah. since the show's been going on. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. A bunch of dumb decisions is what I say. You're, you're <laughs> TD number one graduating this year, right? Yes. What does she want for graduation? Grandpa. Here? Now, I'm being very serious. She Let's talk about it because she doesn't listen to the show, right? No. Of very good. Of course not. She, she what, really I want to get her something really cool for graduation. She wants a new Rickenbacker electric six-string guitar. <laughs> she wants a, Wait, what? Or, or, or an Epiphone acoustic J200. Oh, that's what she Didn't really she liked. say something about wanting a mortgage paid off? Yeah, her, that would. Yeah, that's father's. what she wants. <laughs> I really want to do something special for her graduation this year. I'm serious. I'll, More than a doggone uh, steering wheel wrap, which is what I got her for her 16th birthday. They, they, they don't ask for a lot. I, I would think, you you would think that's a kids, blessing. Man. I mean, they no, don't. because I want to. I'm Uncle Brian. I like to spoil them, okay? Or I try to. I but gave you, you two suggestions, and you looked at me cross-eyed. <laughs> <coughs> Why do I have a feeling that's for her father instead of for her? If her father's happy, she's happy. <laughs> there you go. Seriously. I'll, I need you to do some intel for me and mm -hmm. uh, find out because I want to do something really special for her for graduation, okay? I'll, I'll talk to her and or the wife and uh, see what we come up with. I like but it. But the Rickenbacker would be <laughs> How much does that run? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, just out of curiosity. Around two grand. That's it? Ah. Uh, yeah. Piffle. <laughs> Brian's got that on him. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Whitehall uh, Drive, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, I do say it at the beginning of every single show. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get specific. Yeah, considering there's what like twelve houses on this street, yeah, and, and only the one, one of them has a purple Mustang. <laughs> it's not purple. The one with the Brian Hank Show sign. <laughs> in the front <laughs> That's where I was going, John. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, hey, uh, Jonathan Massey. Uh, enough Valentine and children talk. Let's talk about Goeco Office Automation. Well, <clears throat> tis the season for a little romance. Nothing says romance like going out to the Office Innovation Center. Mm. You walk in there, love is in the air because people are in there falling in love with Goeco's products. And if you want to fall in love with those products, you need to give Jock Pass Leg a call. What do you call? 
disappointment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ghostbusters? Jack! Jack! <laughs> <laughs> Today's story for the hard of hearing. Right. <laughs> ah, that's a... <laughs> what was Go that ahead. guy's name? Garrett Morris. Yeah, on Saturday Night Live. 252-256-286-53-53-54-54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. I love it. I love it. I tell you what, man. You talk about royalty. Oh, that's Maceo Parker. Today is Maceo Parker. I've got to get him here on the show. I've got his card out in my car. I interviewed him at the Free Press once, and he said it was the best interview anybody had done with him. I wish we were doing podcasts at that time. I want to interview him again. I want in on that when it happens. I'm going to set it up. Because I right. remember every question I asked him, and he, he loved that interview. Well, you're a musician. But I didn't just ask him 98 James Brown questions. Well, I didn't think you would, but what yeah. I'm saying is you're a musician. Yeah. You, it, It's almost like a former athlete interviewing a current athlete. They have a little bit more insight than someone who didn't play. I remember what made him smile the most was uh, I'd heard a story from another musician that when uh, Maceo and the rest of the band broke away from James and put out a record, that James called the radio station and said, don't play that record. And I said, did that happen? And he grinned and he said, uh, nobody's ever asked me about that, but yeah, it did happen. Wow. So that's the, that would be something to ask him. I like and I asked it, him I like about it. playing with Prince. And Spoiler alert, John. Because you told the hook of the story. I like it. Forget him. I like it, okay? Continue. You know, if he stops doing it, then you start. You know that? <laughs> it's like it's like crack to me, John. How do you know what crack? You've never done crack, have you? Mind your business, Brian. <laughs> anyway, John, John, it looks like he's praying right now. He's got his hands clasped. He's bent over. <laughs> I'm assuming for patience at this that's, point. That's probably what it is. You all right over there, Dizzle? Just let me know when we get back to the show. We are back to the oh, show. Okay. Maceo Parker uh, lives right here in Kenson. Mm-hmm. I told you. I went into uh, Spence Automotive, and I'm not giving Spence an ad here, but I love Spence, so I so might as well. I'm in there, and there's this older gentleman in there, and I come in there, and I start talking to Spence. And... Uh, <laughs> Spence just goes, oh, by the way, Brian, let me introduce you to my friend here. This is Maceo. Mm-hmm. And I said, because how many Maceos are there out there, you know? I said, Maceo Parker. And he goes, oh, yeah, stick his hand out, shake his hands away. And we talked for 20 minutes. And he wrote his number down on a card said, call me sometime. Mm-hmm. And that was before the pandemic. And I right. just, I, I do need to interview him. We need to get him here on the show. I I'd would, love to I, have him in a, here with us. That should be a pre-tape because you could probably divide that into multiple that's episodes. awesome. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to. I'm, I am going to contact him. I love it. Okay, uh, Maceo Parker, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Um, let's go with uh, seventy-eight. You say seventy-eight, John Dawson. How old is Maceo Parker? Eighty. It makes it even sweeter that you've got Ooh. it right on the exact. But, 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 I have to say it. Uh, I do. You got to give Jonathan Massey credit. I give him nothing. (laughs) But I'm just glad I didn't say anything ridiculous. No, that was good. I was legitimately concerned because I I wasn't about to ask him for a hint because I burned that bridge about five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I I also, you know, with local people, you don't want to go over and make it seem... Mm. Bad. Listen. 
That's music, isn't it? Yeah. No, I'm being sincere. I mean, that's a... That's so awesome. Okay. Uh, who got? Oh, you got it right on one, and you're up next. How about another musical? Yeah, he's the lead singer of this band. Rob Thomas. What's the band? Matchbox 20. What's the song? 3 a.m. This is a song we should have had for uh, who sang it because did you hear how quickly your son got this over there? Yourself or someone like you is the album. God. Think he knows this one a little bit? Maybe. There you go. Okay. Uh, There's a picture of a fat guy with glasses and an old airplane hel- uh, leather helmet on. He's not wrong. Mm. Uh, Rob Thomas. Uh, Matchbox 20. I've never asked you about them. I don't mind them. It's, yeah. I, no, I have no issue with them. Yeah. But not you're just meh, not not a fan, not not a fan. I like a, you know, I'm kind of neutral. Yeah, it's a nostalgia thing yeah. for me. Hold on, I love this right here. Go ahead, sing along, Jonathan. Thought you were gonna sing along, not just. I'm afraid I'll start coughing again. Oh, okay. Man, uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but I like this song. This is this is a very. I like good song. I like Real World from that album. Uh, Cody, Back to Good. Um, Dude, you better get this one right on the nose, John. I think he may know how old Rob Thomas is. No. So uh, I'll let you, it's your turn, though. You get to go first, John Dawson. How old is Rob Thomas today? 48. You say 48. Jonathan Massey? 49. He was born February 14th, 1972, so he's 51 today. So ah. Congratulations. Yeah, just that close, that close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's one to one. It goes back to you, uh, Jonathan Massey. He was the last New England Patriots quarterback before Tom Brady took over. It's Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe, uh, who had a really good career. You know what bugs me about Bled? And it's not even Bledsoe's fault. People are always like, <clears throat> "Oh, his injury. That's the only reason Brady got a starting job." Like the guy didn't deserve it. Have you seen the guy's career? He People had a good career. No, I'm talking about Brady. People are still bitter because Brady took Bledsoe's job. Oh, I'm like, I'm like yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. God, Bledsoe was so much better than Brady. No. Well, he was at that moment in time. Uh, yeah. You know, but. It was fleeting. It was very Clearly. fleeting, yeah. But uh, Drew Bledsoe, how old is he today, John Jonathan Massey? Gracious. 56. You say 56. What about you over there, uh, Jay Dizzle? 55. Just like Rob Thomas, he was born on February the 14th in the year of the Lord, 1972. He's 51 today, so congratulations, John Dawson. You get it? Give me a rare one. Rare rip. <laughs> and, I thought uh, Bledsoe had been in the league for a while. before. He had been. He'd been in the league uh, seven or eight years, but he played another, what, four years after that, Man, though? I, I, thought he, I thought he'd been in the league at least 12, probably. No. I think his whole career was only 12 years long. That's sad but, uh, for him. Congratulations. I'm proud of you, John Dawson. You got that one. You're up two to one. Now, this is cool. I, I love this guy. He's tied with Manute Bowl as being the tallest player in the history of the NBA. He wore number 77 because he was seven foot seven inches tall. It's. Who do you play for? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I'm just going to start throwing out names. Uh, Sean Bradley. No. Um. Yao wasn't seven foot no. seven. Was Timo Mackinen seven? He was seven five, I think. 
You know what? I'm going to have to look it up and see who he played for. That's right. I think he played for the Washington Bullets at one time. Oh, tell the man who it is. No, 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 no. I want him to guess. Don't look at me. It's not my fault. Keep guessing. <laughs> uh, let's see. He played for the Washington Bullets slash Wizards and then the New Jersey Nets. That's the only two teams he played for in the NBA. He played for other professional teams. He was actually the NBA most improved player in 1996. It's. Oh, God. I, I have no idea. George Murasan. <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't remember him? No. Dude, he uh, was actually in a couple of movies. Uh, he what was year in a did couple. He retire? Uh, 2000, well, from, uh, from the NBA. Uh, from the NBA 2000. Thank you. How'd mm. you know the word I was looking for there? I know you. <laughs> and then uh, for the French team that he won an international championship with was uh, 2001. So I would have been. Twelve and he retired from France. There you go. That so uh, George Murasan. First time you ever hear about the French winning anything. <laughs> so uh, da, 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 da. whatever playing other French people. So you know. Yep. So uh, George Murasan over there, John <laughs> Dawson. You have if he doesn't that one know. That snuck up on me. Um, I know you don't know who he is. But I don't. I felt doggone it. I felt pretty good about him. Something tells me he's a tall. Eastern Romanian white. Look at you. Romanian. Yes, he was from Romania. 62. You say 62. What do you say, Jay Mizzle? 61. He was born uh, on this day, February 14th, 1971. So he's 52 today. Mm. So uh, it's tied up again. Here we go again. Two to two. So how old was he when he retired? Uh, let's see. If he was born in 71, he was 30 okay. when he retired. Yeah. Retired and kind of young, isn't he? Yeah. He wasn't that think. great of a player. He was just tall. Okay. You got to think. Being I figured that tall. he was mid-30s, late-30s before he – yeah, who yeah. cares? Being that tall. Okay, this is going to be a dead. fun one to have our final birthday. I love it. Okay, he's dead. Mm. Or is he? Two o'clock. No. Ah, I'd love to. Let's Elvis. play that game. Elvis? No. But keep going. You're, you're not a musician. I don't, who cares? I don't know. He was a prominent trade union leader until he disappeared oh, on Jimmy, July. Oh, oh, Jimmy Hoffa's as dead as fried chicken. Until he disappeared on July 30th, 1975. You know there are still people out there. Well, he's not still alive. Frank Sheeran put it, shot him, and they put him in an oven at a funeral home. That's it. Those How do you know that? I just I believe it. So, he's dead. Oh, he's definitely dead. But how old would he be today if he were still alive? Uh, no, it's you, Jonathan Mass. 75 would be about 48 years ago. 48 years ago, yep. One oh three. You say one oh three. Come on, John Dawson. This is for the victory. You can do it. John, 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 John. Everybody in Eastern North Carolina right now, they're all going, John, John. John. 104. Yes! He was born February the 14th, uh, 1913. So he would be 110 today if he were still alive. So I guess what? He was 68 when he died. So, I mean, he lived a good life, right? If he could have just backed down and retired, he could probably still have lived another couple of decades, yeah. but he would not let go. Well, you win today. three Here on Valentine's Day, it, it just makes it that much more special, John Dawson, that you win today. Can I have a hug? Won't you and Massey recreate that scene in Ghost when they're doing the pottery? <laughs> okay. Am I, the, am I the spooner? Had the time of no, my no, no, life. that's dirty dancing. Who cares? 
<laughs> Look at Jonathan. Oh, it's hey, unchained. Am I the spooner? It's unchained melody for Ghost, right? There, yeah, it's unchained melody. Yeah. So am I the spooner or the spoonie in that scenario? I'm okay. about to be the recycler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew what you meant. About I to have an involuntary meant. protein spill. I'm gonna be Whoopi Goldberg in that movie. You in danger, girl. <laughs> you in danger, girl. Okay, local birthdays. How about a new Lenore County School Board member? She's been a guest here on the show a couple of times, and just love her to death. Michelle Cash. Today is her birthday. Oh yeah. Uh, happy birthday to you, Michelle. Uh, happy birthday to Chris Decker, uh, who was doing a, a bunch of stuff downtown. Good dude. Uh, Wayne Barwick, who was at North North High School when you were a student at North North. He was an athletics director and longtime coach out there. Uh, just one of the good guys, too. Do you remember we worked with her and she came to the wedding? Jessica Meadows. Do you remember her? Yes. Today is her birthday. Ah, okay. I love me some Jessica, man. I got to tell my Jessica story, and it's good. It's really good. At the wedding. We get through with our first dance, Tina and I do, and Jessica comes up to me and says, I want to dance. And it really, I, Tina didn't really ever get mad about anything. Tina got mad at that, that uh, Jessica got the, the second dance there. So uh, I think uh, she was working on some community service, and that was one of the- <laughs> No. <laughs> but I miss Jessica. She was fun to work with, wasn't she? Very much so. She, she was just a lot of fun. But happy birthday, Jessica. Uh, you guys don't know uh, this young man, uh, but Kendrick Burney, do you remember that name? Played for Southwest Onslow and then went to Carolina. Had the best interception of any uh, in my life that I've ever seen live with my own two eyes. Am I too loud? No, oh, you're fine. Uh, the, the best interception I've ever seen, it was against South North. South North, I can even tell you, it was in 2005. Uh, South North is 6-0. They play Southwest Onslow at South North. The best start in South North football history. And uh, Brandon Rouse went back to throw a pass. He uh, Actually, he was in the shotgun. And it was just a little pass out to the flat. I mean, not even five yards down the field. Kendrick Burney read the play. I don't even know how to describe it. Went up in the air. I'm call bs all you want john dawson but his hand was about 12 feet up in the air i'm not joking mm-hmm. cat palms the football puts it down to his side and ran 40 yards for the interception for the touchdown off the interception the south and or offense was so stunned by it nobody even ran after him <laughs> <laughs> because he went so high I'm sure the coach it. was happy about that <laughs> dude it, it's one of the most amazing plays I've ever seen in my life. But Kendrick Burney, a happy birthday to him. Uh, this sweet girl that I went to high school with who I always kind of... Susan B. Anthony. <clears throat> Daryl Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to tag him in this. Yes, man. I will. No, but... Uh, I, I loved her to death, man. She was a sweetheart. She played basketball at name? Trap Hill. I'm getting ready to tell you at okay. Trap Hill and then at North Wilkes. But her name was April Caudill. She's married now. I mean, we're friends on Facebook. But she was just always the sweetest girl. And I mean that. She just, I always thought the world of her. And uh, and I, I, we're Facebook friends. And she looks so happy and, you know, and all that. And it just makes me happy that someone who was as sweet as she was has had, it looks like she's had a pretty good life. But, uh, you know, one of those Facebook friends that maybe you don't talk to, God, I've not talked to her since graduation. Mm-hmm. Positive. That's and, why she's uh, so happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <clears throat> He's on a roll, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he put it on the tee. 
God. <laughs> Happy birthday, April. She's just a sweetheart. And then uh, the son of uh, Judge Annette Turek, who uh, a, a good kid himself, Caleb Turek, today is his birthday. How about that? That's a ton of local birthdays. So mm-hmm. happy birthday, Caleb Turek. April Caudle Bulin. How would you say B-E-U-L-I-N? B-E-U-L-I-N. Bulin. Bulin, yeah. So happy birthday to April Bulin. Uh, Kendrick Burney. God, still that interception, man. Still one of the five best plays I've ever witnessed with my own two eyes. Not that I've seen on TV or on a replay, but that I'll, I'll say this, dude, he was no further. I was no further away from him from here to the end of the hall when he did that. And it was one of those where you just gasp. I mean, he just, he went up and up and up and somehow, I mean, he didn't like catch it with two hands. He palmed it with one hand. That's like you at the Golden Corral buffet. What in the world? Pulls it down, runs for the interception, and nobody stopped him. I'm coming really close to saying a bad word that you're going to have to cut out. Jessica Meadows, the sweet Jessica Meadows. Happy birthday to Wayne Barwick, Chris Decker, awesome Michelle Cash. Uh, If your birthday is uh, today here on Valentine's Day, like all those awesome people, have a great birthday. Have a great Valentine's Day. You know what? Like John Dawson says, and I'm being serious. Don't make fun of what I'm getting ready to say. Treat Treat your significant other the way you would on year round, year round, you know, right? Exactly. Just on a random Thursday, give her a flower. <coughs> I Do love something it. nice. So uh, have a great uh, Valentine's Day. Have a great uh, February fourteenth. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. We will see you at GoEco Office Automation today at eleven o'clock for the rib cutting. Thank you to uh, Richard Clark and to Jason Bryant tomorrow. Sheriff Jackie Rogers on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.